Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Yet our best, yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Welcome to another broadcast night right here on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to the Tony Stalling Show. The Tony Stalling Show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. And now, get ready for an exciting blockbuster Fight the Power episode of Tony Stallings. Right here. Right now. And now, the man himself, Tony Stallings.
Most of my heroes don't appear in no stamp. Slip or look back, you look and find nothing but rednecks for 400 years of you tech. Don't worry, me happy for the number one jam. Damn if I said you can slap me right here. Get it? Let's get this party started right. Right on. Come on. What we got to say? Yeah. Power to the people, no delay. Make everybody see. In order to fight the power that be. for listening that is listening to me. I am Tony Stalin. You are listening to me and I do it better or at least that's what they tell me. So tell me America what y'all been up to. I've been all over the place, man. I've been all over the place. I am I came tonight to do a tiny show. Not 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 a lot of stuff. I don't have a lot of stuff to say tonight. But I'm is gonna say what I gotta say. And you're gonna have to listen to me. I'm sorry, I was checking some text messages that people were sending me about tonight's show. So with that being said, hold on a second. Let me check my sources to make sure my engineers here in the studio got me on the air. Be right back. Don't go nowhere. Just got to let this thing make sure I'm on the air, baby.
Hey. What up? All right. My engineers tell me I am broadcasting live on the solar back, brother. It's time to stop this foolishness and get into the show. It's time to stop the foolishness, the madness, and get into my show. Now, tonight, I like it there. I like it right there. I like it right there. Don't you raise that music up no more. Don't lower it. I like it right there. Can y'all hear me over the music? I love talking over my music. All right, here we go. Hey, <laughs> tonight is Tuesday, right? Right? All right, and it is somewhere in June. Let me see, 14, 15, 16, 17. Am I right? Is it June 17? Thank you very much. My staff is telling me it is June 17th. And uh, I am back in the studios after a brief vacation. Had a nice time out visiting, going to Florida. And I'm going to tell you about that in just a minute. First of all, I'd like to thank uh, everyone for showing up. And I'd like to thank my supporters. I'm about to do a area code shout out. And I'm going to do it with the music on this time. I usually wait. Lower the music just a little bit. Thank you. Now, I'd like to give a shout-out to area codes that are listening to me right now that have called in to listen to me. Area code 612. Area code 562. Area code, is it 586? My glasses, please. My glasses. Area code uh, 313. Area code, um, what? What's that? 469, area code 361, my music got loud, did anyone hit the button, thank you, thank you, it's still in the red, but I keep talking, area code uh, four, uh, 505, area code 440, just fade it out, I love it, but just, thank you, thank you. Area code 316 shouts out to you for calling in on the Soul of America radio. Area code 713, Houston, I know that one. Uh, welcome to the Soul of America radio, and thank you for calling. Area code 702, thank you for calling. And what? That's Las Vegas? You should, That's Las Vegas. All right. Maybe somebody's listening in the casino, right? <laughs> I got a few more I'm going to read out. We don't have a lot of callers tonight because I guess I just didn't advertise the show. Uh, area code uh, 313 again. I guess there's uh, uh, several people listening. Area code 205, of course, right here in Alabama. And area code 334-256-217. Shout out to everybody all over the world that's listening to the Souls of America Radio, whether you be live right now tonight are in syndication somewhere in the world. Our shows go out all over the world in syndication through podcasts and iTunes. Once we get through with the show, it's available all over the world. Anywhere you want to listen to it with an Internet connection, you can you can dig on our show. Now, with that being said, I'm on tonight because I had a couple of things that I wanted to say. Okay? 
uh, just a few things I needed to say. And I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, mad or anything, and I'm really not. So if I come off like I'm mad, it, it's not that. Uh, what's that we used to say in the 70s? I'm fed up. Yeah, that's right. I'm fed up about a couple of things. And I'm going to say it. Man, y'all don't have to like me for, for saying it. There are people out there who really supports my view on this subject that I'm about to get into, okay? But I am way, way off of my notes. So let me get back on my notes, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, I'm way off. Is somebody not? This is creepy as hell. Did you hear that? Damn. Go, go see if somebody's at the door. And don't go out, just peep out, because that's creepy as hell. Go, okay, all right. <laughs> like this one. <laughs> like that door. <laughs> okay, uh, first of all, I want to say congratulations to uh, my son, Anthony Maurice Stallings, and Janae Smar Stallings. They got married in Florida uh, this uh, this past uh, <laughs> And I need some grandbabies. Start working on some grandbabies so I can just, you know, you hold them when you get my age, and then you can hand it back to the parents when they start crying, right? <laughs> and so that's what I'm looking forward to. They they need to give me some grandbabies. So that night of the wedding, I sat outside their room and assault weapon, and I stood guard while they were working on some grandbabies. And so um, let's hope that that helped, okay? So congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Anthony Maurice Stallings. Um, very proud of him. Um, and uh, I posted a ton of pictures on my Facebook page. If you have not seen it, <laughs> I advise you to go by my Facebook page and, uh, and check out the pictures of the wedding because, um, I mean, I actually um, – I actually had a, a ball uh, in Florida, and um, it was on the beach. He had a beach wedding. I made sure I pronounced beach properly. He had a beach wedding, B-E-A-C-H, okay? Uh, I was telling a friend of mine on the phone uh, that my son was having a beach wedding, and he thought I said something else. It, and it was wonderful. Uh, he was he and and his bride were at one time worried about rain, but uh, it didn't rain. It was a beautiful day. Um, they did start it on colored people's time. I must say the wedding started colored people's time. Uh, it was supposed to start at seven, but we, as black people, well, I ain't gonna go into that. It start. It was supposed to start at seven. That's what time it was supposed to start. But a wedding can only start when the bride gets there because the bride is the star. And the bride can be as late or fashionably late as she wants. Whenever the bride shows up, she's still beautiful. Can I get an amen? Yeah, no. So it was a pleasant time. Now, on to some other parts of Florida. Some people ought not to wear thongs on a beach. Oh, God, 
Oh, Jesus, I ate breakfast. Walked out on the beach. And Lord have mercy. You talking about thongs on something that shouldn't have been on it. Jesus, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling now now now, don't get me wrong. Some of the the scenery was great, but some of them I'm just wondering, even my even my fourteen year old was going, Daddy, why how she get that you know, and I'm looking at him going, Man Um yeah, I, well, uh, um, women, if you ain't got a thong body, do not wear thongs on the beach. It ain't pretty at all. And, I mean, I almost lost my breakfast a couple of times. Don't understand some of wearing them thongs on the beach. It just don't make no freaking sense at all. None at all. I hate it. I hate it. And with that being said, give me, um, let me see. What? Okay, I did. I did that already. I did that already. Leave me alone. Get out of here. <laughs> Somebody's telling me something they thought I didn't do, but I've already done it. And that's why you're listening to my show right now. Bye. Close the door. So with that being said, um, I just want to reiterate before I move on, don't wear bikinis on the beach if you ain't got that kind of But anyway, the the, the wedding was beautiful. My my son and, and his bride uh, had a great wedding. Uh, like I said, it started color people's time, but I ain't worried about that. The bride came, they married, and now they need plenty of grandkids. I want them to start. Um, ooh, I almost said that, didn't I? Oh, Jesus. Oh, glory, Jesus. Don't make me. Ooh. I want them to start working on babies right away. Oh, I can't believe I did that. Look, y'all, I got to get myself together, and I'm going to take a call in just a minute, but I almost said something I did not want to say. You know what I'm saying? You ever done that before? Cuss when you're trying to be spiritual? <laughs> you ain't never done that. Yeah, you lying. You, you, yeah, I, okay, All right, we'll be right back after this commercial message. Don't go nowhere, and. We're going to start the show, kick it off the right way, baby. I am Tony Stallings. This is the Tony Stallings Show, and you're listening to the soul of America Radio. Be right back. Stallings Live, a.k.a. Tony Montana, right here on the Soul of America Radio. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Each and every Monday night at 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern, you don't want to miss Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. He talks about the abuse of domestic violence, and domestic abuse. You don't want to miss that show. It gives you an opportunity to grow. It gives you an opportunity to facilitate victory in your life. So join Jay next Monday night, 
right here on the Soul of America Radio or go to www.soulofamericaradio.com for more information. (laughs) And tonight, if you're wanting to speak with Tony, please press 1 if you're already holding on the phone. If you're listening on the Internet and want to get in on the conversation, dial 323-784-9638 and you can press 1 if you want to talk also. Thank you for joining us. What time is it? It's time to fight the power on the soul of America Radio. And welcome back to the Tony Stalling Show right here on the Soul of America Radio where we are fighting the powers that be. Y'all, I didn't mean for that to play out. I really didn't. I was going to come back in earlier, but I got caught up writing something down, and the music just played all the way through. But that was, uh, who was that? Is any, okay, forget it. That was a nice piece of music. And I'm going to have to give the name out in a minute, right? Because that's what you're supposed to do on talk radio. But this is internet radio, so they can kiss my butt. Now, this before I go any further, man, 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 my best buddy. My ace boom coup, my ride or die, my partner in crime. I'm talking about this girl love liable to say anything <laughs> on the air, period. She's liable to say anything. And if you say the wrong thing to her, you're liable to get deleted off her Facebook page. She's probably cleaning her closet right now. But... I want to say hi. I hope this is is this Cam I am. It is. Ah, I screamed like a white woman as soon as I realized it was you. Ah, <laughs> you so stupid. You can scream like a white woman. You know they can scream. Ah. Tony Stylus, talk to me while I listen, baby. You're you're too never not to hear me. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what, what you, what's what's going on? Um. What's going on with you in Selma tonight? What's happening? Man, there's so much going on in Selma. We let people out of jail to go to church, sex offenders, all kind of stuff, man. We got we have new four new principals in the elementary schools. I'm about to homeschool my daughter. It's crazy down here. But 
such as life in Selma. What can oh, I, I say? This is that. Selma. They yeah. fired all all this of the principals, Selma. didn't they? <laughs> did they do that? I don't think they fired all the principals. What they did was they made some great um, transitions. They kind of switched the principals around, like Mr. Uh, Larkin will be at Selma High School. I'm very glad about that. Oh, uh, Shiloh. Yeah, that's good. Yes, yes. Um, yes, Ms. Uh, Shiloh McQuarrie, who was Shiloh Crenshaw, will be taking his place at Clark Elementary School. Very intelligent young lady. Um, oh, that's Ms., good. Um, yes, Miss Majors, who was at R.B. Hudson, will be the new principal at Knox Elementary School, and Miss. Um, Lee from Knox will be the assistant principal at Selma High School. And I know all of these people, with the exception of Ms. Majors, uh, Ms. Curtis will be the assistant principal at R.B. Hudson, who ran for tax collector and lost because black folk who didn't vote voted for Tammy King, who's been in since Jackie Walker lost. And you know Jackie Walker, who was killed in a car accident, was the first black tax collector in Selma. And no right. one has been able to defeat Tammy King. So anyway, that's what's going on in Selma, Alabama. Wow. Tammy as of right now. Did you? Yeah, um, it's always something. And you know, you are you, you've been the one. I, I can't if I can't depend on nobody else to keep me informed on what's going on in the hometown. I I know I can call up these seven digits, and you are able to tell me something that I didn't know, and. It, I'm telling you, and I'm floored. And uh, one of the things that I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to hit on right now because we really was going to do a whole show about it. Um, if you want, if you if you know of any sex offenders out there in Radio Land, and this show is syndicated, it goes all over. After we get through with the show at night, cameras go. It goes all over uh, iTunes. Most of my listeners are syndicated listeners, as you as you probably know. And I want them to know. Tell me, Cam, where can they go if if they if they are a sex offender, or if they know of a sex offender actively locked up, and they want to go to a party, or they, or they want to go to church, or, or want to go hang out, go to barbecues? Where can they come get locked up to get that did? Uh, Selma, Alabama. Uh, <laughs> come to Selma, Alabama, and go to the Dallas County Jail, where um, Sheriff Huffman is the sheriff, and you can get out for a family barbecue or you can get out to go to church to a pastor's anniversary without it going through the court system. I'll just just get out. I actually asked the judge on, um, on last week doing jury duty. I have a couple of guys that I minister to on Church Street that's locked up for selling a little drugs if they wouldn't mind letting them out on Tuesday for my daughter's birthday party. But, of course, they looked at me as if I was crazy and dismissed me from jury duty. So, um, you know, if you know anyone, just, just, you know, just go on out there and ask them if it's okay to let them out. Um, for What's the next big holiday? Christmas, I think? Or, mm-hmm. or maybe Fourth of July weekend. Maybe right. they'll let them right. out for Fourth of July. Right. And Only in Selma. I've never heard of that. And and yeah, and you and I had planned on doing a show, and I still want to do it on the unfairness of the justice system because um, we haven't mentioned the case yet. I mean, not that we're trying not to. It's just we hadn't. But there are so many instances where the females are treated differently than the males. 
And in this one, though, it's just it just stands out because it was so much, oh, God, freaky stuff, and it, it involves so many different uh, uh, people within the school system. It's just amazing that they were talking as rough as they were in the newspaper, but then it's okay to go if you want to get out and go to church. You know, if you want to go to barbecue, whatever, we'll let you out. It's cool, and we'll get you back in, but, you know, you can get out. I guarantee yeah. you, had that been, a, and I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get off of this because I'm trying to say this for a show that we're gonna do. But I guarantee you, and you notice the truth. If this has been, I'm not gonna call his name either, but it's another sex offender there that I'm very familiar with. Um, and uh, but I guarantee you, had it been him, right? He's a convicted sex offender. Had it been him wanting to get out mm-hmm. and go to church, he couldn't have done it. You know why? You know why? Because there are children in church. And you're not supposed to be within so many feet of children when you are a convicted sex sex offender. So I'm kind of wondering, did they clear out the church? Did they run all the children out? I'm wondering how they did that, Cam. I have no idea, and I was wondering the same thing, and I still haven't heard anything about it because uh, District Attorney Michael Jackson assured us that, you know, it was not going to stop here, that he was filing a motion for her to to complete her 10-year sentence. She was only... um, given a an eleven year sentence uh on a on a ten year suspended sentence uh which i you know almost was i was floored when I found that out, but like you said, I think that it what I know in Selma it's all about who you know, and also um had it been a man, I also think that they would have thrown the book at at him, and I don't care who his father is uh he never would have gotten out to go to a pastor's anniversary. Um, they have church at the county jail. We, um, mm-hmm. I've gone to the county jail for 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 different ministries to pray for people and things of that sort. So you know, um, she could have easily just gone to a service that Sunday morning. But anywho, let's please talk about <laughs> something else before I get mad. And you know what? I still want to do a detail show on that. I, I really do. I mean, I mean, because it happens every day. What's that chick that up? Uh, I researched it for the show, this white chick that um, they basically said was too pretty to go to jail, that it would ruin her, you know, personality. Yes. But not, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I'm like you. I'm just going to chill out before I, you know, get any any, any worse on that. But one thing I did want to that I did want to, because I know you, you uh, acted up on this one, and, and what I really want to talk about eventually before I get off this radio is Father's Day uh, because I had a chance to go sign on. But I love to hear Cam talk about this one right here. Hold on just a second. I want you to I want you to listen to this, Cam. And, 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 and this one died down. You know, people got a tendency to get uproar, then they die down. Then they get uproar down. But we both are in ministry, and I know that in some forms, Ministry tends to, people tend to do what they want to with it. But listen to this. Listen to this. It's not that long. It's 38 seconds long. Every sister just elbow another sister. He should have listened. Every brother. Would you tap another brother and say, I should have listened to her. God help me. Old saints, y'all forgive me. But I got to tell you, these hoes ain't loyal. You got to find somebody. Uh, All right, be seated, please. 
I'm just wondering why he said old saints uh, forgive me. Why he said old saints forgive me? What the old saints got to do with it, Cam? Seriously, we talk. What the old saints got to do with this? I think that he, when he said old saints, because he know that old saints really don't give a rip about lyrics in church. Old saints want to hear the word, and they don't want to hear the lyrics to songs, and that's simply what he was doing. He wasn't right. preaching the word. He was catering to the 21st century church, who's more charismatic than saved. So that's why he was apologizing mm. to the, quote, old church. Mm. Yeah, and it's what, funny. Go ahead. What really disturbed me about, I wasn't disturbed uh, about what he said because that's him. That's him. That's his M.O. This is the same man who allegedly slept with someone in his church that was 17 years old. So, I mean, that didn't surprise me about this man. What surprised me was the roar and the uh, hooplash behind him making that statement, not just from men, but from women being called not the proper word a whore, but a hoe. That's what disturbed me, which goes to show in church that people will simply amen, which means I agree, will agree with anything when it's coming from the pulpit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was referencing a Chris Brown song. And last week I I deleted the show, but most people don't realize, you know, they were hooping and hollering and, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people didn't realize what he was referencing, Cam. They didn't realize where he got that from. Now, sometimes when people make statements, they get it from the Bible. Some people get it from some other motivational book. But I just wanted to remind people, because I did get some calls about this. And uh, let me tell you, first of all, I ain't apologizing to nobody out there. If you don't like this, I'm sorry. But I just wanted to let Cam listen, and she probably hadn't heard it, just a few minutes of what he was referencing. Now, this song here was what he actually had to sit down and listen to, Cam. Have you heard that that song that he's, have you heard it, that he's referencing? No, let me listen to it, please. Okay. All right. Listen to this. Now, everybody listening. Now, I, last week I got some people that sent me some stuff. Let me tell you this. Let me, let me say this right now again. Don't send me no emails talking about uh, I'm an ambassador for Christ. And I, 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 I consider myself a Christian. But the same man that preached this sermon must have listened to this. This is a song by Chris Brown where he got it from.
she wanna fuck all the rappers That's my take on it. 
That's true. Um, I think, and a lot of it is, I don't hear it as much now. And I think they, and that's the problem. That's what waxes us cold about this thing, Cam, in my opinion. We hear about it all deep and heavy for about three or four days in a week. Then the next week is gone. And I guess people sort of like think, well, it must be okay. You know, it must be, you know, everybody must have decided it's okay. But I'm a, I agree with you. It's not necessarily the fact that he said it. It's the fact that um, he was referencing and, and, you know, at first you and I was talking about it. I, I had heard that he was referencing Pontius Pilate, but when I listened to the um, to the, his to his sermon three or four times, and he did tweet out, you know, don't judge me unless you listen to the sermon. Well, I listened to the entire sermon three or four times, and he was not talking about Pontius Pilate, Cam. Actually, he just came out of nowhere, just out of nowhere. I mean, it wasn't we even fit in the sermon. I I, I couldn't put it in the context of the sermon. And it's like something just took over him. These old and Lord, and if you watch the sermon, and you said, and I know you had watched it as well. It seems like he sort of got himself, tried to get himself back together, and said, you know, have a seat, because uh, I gotta go. <laughs> and he seemed a little nervous after that. Uh, but I, I agree. I, my bishop, my, my great grandfather was was a bishop, Bishop I. H. Bonner, in Amy Church, held the highest position for four years in the church. And had he said something that like that out of the pulpit, I can't say that I would be proud of him. You know, it's okay, like you said, to reach the youth. But when you got to go, you know, what's the people say, I got to go in clubs to, to reach the, 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 uh, the, the loss. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you can't do that. But if you're in the club drinking liquor with them trying to reach them, Cam, what up with that, you know? Right, you got to drink liquor, and, and that's my thing. That's my that's that's where I am, Tony. It's like everything now is so trendy. You know, it's it's okay. You know, it's okay to stand in the pulpit and cuss. It's okay, you know, for us to drop it like it's hot in church. It's okay, and I'm not saying that that you know that's why we have the Holy Spirit. I I tell people, you know, about. We have a lot of people that, you know, were saying, you know, well, we have to do this for the young people. We have to do that for the young people. The word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That's the word of God. What we have to do is we have to get back to the word of God. We have to get back to what uh, Chronicle said. I know this is not a biblical show, but we have to get back to praying, turning from our wicked ways so we can hear from heaven. Basically, that's what we need to do. We can't continue to conform to the world by allowing the world to dictate to us. That's just like the BET Awards. I mean, not the BET Awards, whichever one of those um, gospel awards it was, and they had more worldly people on there doing things than they did uh, gospel singers. I didn't know if it was a gospel show or if it was the BET Awards. And my Mm -hmm. thing on Mm -hmm. Facebook was how many... They was like, well, Steve Harvey hosts the show for so many years, but Steve Harvey is not a gospel artist. Mm-hmm. How many BET awards have you seen uh, Tamla Mann on, host? I'm right. talking about being a host now. How mm-hmm. many BET awards have you seen Bishop Jakes, who is very renowned, be a host on? They're not going to allow us to come in to a BET awards or to a hip-hop awards or whatever those awards that they have for those, quote, worldly groups 
and host. They're not going to do that. But for us, we'll use a Henson. We'll use a Steve Harvey. We'll use all of these people who are not in the gospel industry so that we can draw a crowd. Why do we have to continue to conform to the world just so we can, quote, draw a crowd when they're not going to do what we need them to do, and that's change their mind to do the will of Christ? I don't oh, get true. it, and I'm not doing it. That's true. I got an email uh, through the website, and and, um, and it looks like it's saying, ain't he human too? Ain't, ain't he human too? Why not let God deal with him? Oh, oh, God is going to do with him. But the reason right. that we can deal with yeah. him is because he said it openly. And any time right. that you right. say something openly, you give us a right to deal with you. God is going to deal with all of us. Let me just put that out there. We're oh, all yeah. going to stand before a just God, and we're going to give an account of every word that we say. Another oh. thing that I want to say to people, dealing with sin is not judging. Right. You do not oh, judge yeah. a person when you're dealing with sin. I'm going to jump out here and say that. That's, that's just like homosexuality. They don't want us to talk about homosexuality. They come out of the closet, but they want us to go in the closet. But yet and still, I can preach about fornication. I can preach about adultery. I can preach preach about being drunk. I can preach about being the club. I can preach about mm-hmm. gambling, but I can't preach about homosexuality. <laughs> that's not judging. Right. That's simply right. addressing sin. Right. And there's right. a big difference. Right, right. Yeah, they they do that now. Um, but you know, coming out now is is pretty pretty popular with the uh, with the media. Uh, they 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 glorify that. You know, when people come out, they fight for them their rights. And I think uh, who is that had on a shirt uh, was being funny. I can't think of the comedian's name. It says, "Gay is the new black," and they're accepting that now. And so I guess the churches. Oh, Cam, you saw that. That I think I sent you that picture where the the pastor was black, and I mean it was black. I didn't mean to say that, but the pastor had a male as his, I guess, quote wife unquote of the church. They were both ministers in that church, and he said, "Pastor and first gentleman." Did Did I send you that? Oh yeah, that's the, the Vision Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. and. They feel as if when you, it's like, okay, don't judge me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect, but God accepts me like I am. So let me have. And, and you know, I understand that. But the thing about it is, when you go to taking the gospel, and, and you know, you can have a, a white clay, a white ball of clay, and a black ball of clay cam. And um, maybe I shouldn't have said white and black, but forget that. If you start mixing the clay together, okay, uh-huh. it's going to start diluting it. And and when you get the word and you say, okay, I, I'm going to, the word is backing me and I'm going to preach the word, but I'm going to add this element of we only allow, you know, we cater to homosexuals. Uh, that's like inventing a, a so like getting a church cam and says we only cater to, to crack addicts. Uh, we only cater to this. We only cater to that. Gospel caters to every sin. You see what I'm saying? Right. When right. you go in there saying this is our favorite sin right here, so we're gonna open this church up for our favorite sin, it's implying that everything else you do must be okay. But this sin is bad. 
I just don't get it. I don't get it. I didn't yeah, know that what I don't Atlanta. get is I don't get I don't get what when it comes to us as men and women of God, we feel like well you can't judge him, touch not my anointing, and do my prophet no harm. If you study the Bible from Genesis one one to Revelation twenty two twenty one, God dealt with every man in the Bible that went against his will. Every one of them. He did, he dealt with them, but every one of them had issues. But God didn't allow those issues to go, up, go unnoticed. Even David himself, who was a, a man after God's own heart, but he knew how to get back to God. He repented. But have we heard one person stand in the pulpit and say, you know what, I'm sorry. I sinned. I messed up. And that's why the church is messed up today, because we cannot say, I'm sorry. We cannot say, you know what, yes, I did it, I said it, I was wrong, I shouldn't have said that, I messed up, forgive me. And for that reason, we as a people, we think that we can just walk around and say what we want to say and live like dogs and not live a life of repentance. We have to repent. That's why God sent Jesus, because he knew we was going to mess up. He's our advocator. He's our mediator. He's our perpetuator. He's the one that stands in the gap for us. He knew oh, yeah. we was going to mess up. Does that give us a right to sin? No, but he knew we was going to do it. So he sits oh, yeah. on the right hand of God, and when Satan goes to him and says, yeah, they saved, but they messed up. But he said, guess what? They repented. But when we don't repent, there will remain no more sacrifice of forgiveness when we willfully sin. So we oh, have yeah. to repent. We need men and women of God that have enough forgiveness in their heart because the Bible says that pride comes before a great fall. And that's what's happening with men and women of God. If you look at the media, what's been going on for the last two years, you've seen more renowned pastors fall, just like Lucifer did. Mm-hmm. He came down because he wanted to take the place of God. And any time you put a man or a woman of God or any person where God is, as a message I preach that Helping Hand Bible Ministries, big man, come down. You coming down. Mm-hmm. You have to repent. You, all he got to do is stand in that pulpit and say, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. Yep. I messed up. I've done it. All I right. preach things that I know was not of God. I've mm-hmm. had to go back and say, you know what? I messed up. Mm-hmm. And God will restore you right back to your rightful position. But when you just... Get and try to justify a bunch of bull. God ain't with that. I'll add to it before I take it back. I don't care who don't like it. It's not yeah. right. Yeah. And um, this thing about um, oh yeah, Bishop uh, Bishop Paul Morton. I don't know if you remember. Um, talked about Eddie Long's situation in Atlanta, and he said the same thing you said. He said uh, he said, hey, it ain't that you that you said it. It ain't that you did what you did. But you got to repent, and I remember him just say, "Just repent, you know, repent." Right. And I think what shocked a lot of a lot of people about Eddie Long was he wasn't he never, I never saw him openly repent. And people said, "Well, he can do that in public." But as Bishop Morton spoke, uh, he he quoted and, and helped me out on this. He quoted something that said that um, you need to openly, openly. Repent. He didn't. He never did it. He never came out and said it. And I think that's why so many people felt that way about Bishop it, Long. It, 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 it's, it's imperative because it was an open thing that the pictures were open. 
Mm-hmm. You know, right. the world saw this. So if you are innocent, why not stand in the pulpit and say, you know what, God, I repent. I mean, that's something that I do every day. The first thing I do every morning when I get up is fall on my knees. God, I thank you for another day. Forgive me of my sins. God created me a clean heart and renew within me the right spirit. I repent, God, of sins of of omission and commission before I start my day. You have to repent. You have you have to have a heart of repentance. That's what got David back into God's presence, and he knew how to get in God's face every time he messed up, as uh, Brian so so uh, eloquently said. He was a hoe. David was. He was a hoe. Yeah. Right. Every time he hoed, he got in God's presence. He fell on his face and said, "God, I've sinned against thee, and thee only have I done this evil in thy sight." He knew how to get in God's presence, and God said, you know what? He might be a hoe, but he mine. Don't touch him. Oh, yeah. But, and, this, and but now? I, oh, yeah. That's what I admired so much about Jimmy Swagger. Now, people hated him. They ran him up and down a tree. But Jimmy right. Swagger, he got on TV, man. His face was looking like he was in a shower. That man <laughs> said, I have sinned against Sin. me. And he said it, and, you know, people ridiculed him. But I'm going to tell you what. He had enough guts to get up there and say that. I mean, I mean, I, I mean to be honest with you, I mean, I, I, that now he went out there and he did some stuff again. He came right back and repented. I mean, openly. That's right. And, and you know, I saw him on, he, he still comes on TV, and I saw him, and, um, some people still have a thing about him, but as far as I'm concerned, like you said, when he repented openly, he had, he said, "I have sinned against thee," and he said that on national TV. I I felt like, wow, you know, this cat's real. He he's real. He, you know, he ain't trying to be perfect. Some pastors are just too perfect for me, Cam. Some of them are just too perfect. You know, ain't but one Jesus. And you can't which be makes that it right, Tony. Which makes it hard for us as believers to walk into a church and say, you know what, I messed up last night. You know what, I got sloppy drunk last night. I fornicated last night. I went to the casino. Help me, God, right in there. You know what I'm saying, God. Last night, you know what, <laughs> I I went clean off. I went, I cussed like I wasn't even saved. It makes it hard for believers to go into church and go to the altar and cry out because the altar is a place of contact. So it makes it hard for believers to fall at the altar, not for me, because with me, the the enemy don't have no black card on Cam. I will stand up in the pulpit and and say what I have done. He he can't pull no black card and say, child, you know what Cam did, baby? I have stood in the pulpit and confessed everything that I that I think that he might try to pull. Now, some things, of course, you don't need to tell nobody but God. You need to go to your grave with. But when oh, yeah. it comes to sin, because the Bible says, when we get it messed up, confess your faults one to another. But we ought to confess our sins to God. Now, fault is, I don't like Tony. I don't like him, period. I don't like Tony Stalin. I don't like him in my face. 
I might go to, go to my pastor and say that. You know what, Pastor? I don't like Tony Stallings, period. I don't like him. I need for you to keep him out of my face. I need for you to pray for me, to help me with him. I know he's a preacher, but when he get up, he get on my nerve because he won't do what he say. He won't say the prayer during the offering and sit his behind down. That gets on my nerve. That's a fault. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, going to uh, uh, another person in the church and telling them, you know what, I slept with somebody, husband last night, that's a sin. Right. That's something you need to take to God. Mm. You've got to be careful about who you confess your sins to. We ain't Catholic. We don't have to shake on the priest and tell him what to tell God for us. Mm. We have a mediator. God ripped the veil. So mm. we have someone, Jesus Christ, who is our elder brother that we can go to God and tell God for. If you're compelled to do that, that's differently. But some people, they just start singing their business to everybody, usually on Facebook, and then you wonder how your business got in the street. You put it in the street. Right, right, right. And, you know, I'm a, it's something I wanted to, you, you said I wanted to expound on, and I'm going to take a quick break because what you said, a minute ago, kind of rung a bell on something that I had been thinking about, and um, when I come back, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna touch on that. Just a minute. You're listening to Zor. Soul of America Radio. If you're holding right now on the phone and you want to make a comment, press 1. That will put you in the caller's queue. Our engineer will see that you want to get on the air and they'll put you in contact with the host. Otherwise, if you want to listen online, just go to www.soulofamericaradio.com and look for live stream or just simply follow the instructions. Also, if you see a link to this anywhere on Facebook, that is a live stream post. Thank you for your cares. Thank you for your contacts and concerns. We are the Soul of America Radio. I'm Tony Stalin II, and I'm fighting the power with Soul of America Radio.
Okay, Why are you going to ignore it, Tony? Huh? Why, Why am I going to ignore it? Let's not yeah. ignore it. Okay, all right, let me see here. Hold on a minute. Um, get back over to that screen. I'm I'm trying to do a lot of stuff, flicking back and forth with my screen here. Okay. Okay, about the about the Eddie Long situation. I was going to know this one because this, they want to know on this Eddie Long situation, will we ever get over that? Will we ever get beyond Eddie Long and just move on? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, uh, for the record, I'm already over it. But my thing is he's not over it because he hasn't uh, dealt with it. And the Bible says if you cover your sins, you won't prosper. Dot com. Now I'm over it. You can move on to the next one. <laughs> and, you know, the thing about it is um, I think Eddie Long is just um, – he's he's not the – he's just a he's just a part of it, and he's not – he's a build-up in it, and it's getting more and more prevalent, especially with these television pastors. And, you know, you can get away with it in these, in these churches that nobody hears it about, but when you get into these national churches – and these people see you, these young pastors see you doing that, I think it sets a precedence for them to feel like they can get in the pulpit and just be loose and fancy free and say what they want to say. You know, and even if you've got a young audience, um, you know, I, I think that if something comes, you know, Eddie Long didn't say anything out of the pulpit like uh, Jamal Bryant, but I think his lack of, Confession and his lack of dealing with it was a was sort of like a voice in itself. So I don't think it's ever going away. Honestly, I I think we tend to water it down. We tend to hush, get like Cam said, hush mouth. But that don't stop it. That don't mean it don't exist. That don't mean that he uh, in the same situation with other little boys. I mean it. it, it and you then, know, too, Tony, why do we have to get over that? Um, I have a, a relative that was in prison for 10 years for, molest, for molestation. Um, should we get over that? Uh, there are other people that have been arrested for molestation and, and, and convicted of molestation. Should we get over that, or should we just get over it when it's a pastor? That's all I'm saying, wow. Tony. Wow. That's You're all right. I'm saying. I mean, is it just for ordinary people or is yeah. it just for pastors? Yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying because it's a lot of people. And my thing is this, being a person that's just not a pulpit preacher, but being a person that goes on the streets to compel men to come to Christ. I'm talking about dealing with, that's why I asked the judge, you know, I know a lot of people that's at the county jail. I'm talking about at least 17 to 18 people that I know that's locked up in the county jail. You know, is it okay for them to come out if they're sex offenders on a Sunday and go to church? Just one Sunday. Now, my church, we just had church for one hour. Can you right. just give me permission? Just let me sign them out without going through a court system or anything for one hour to go to my church. Is that Okay. Now, I'm not even asking for sex offenders. These little, these gentlemen, they just sold little drugs. That's all. They ain't hurt nobody. Right? Yeah. It's just drugs. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Can drugs hurt anybody? Come on. Can we compare sins here? 
There's no difference between molestation and sex. There's no difference between a pastor molesting somebody and an average man on the street like my uncle. Let it go, Tony. Move to the next subject. Exactly. Yeah, just let it go. Just let it move on. Yeah. You know, it is what it is, what they keep saying. Yeah, just let this go. Let that go. But when it's a pastor, you're right. Pastors are uh, treated differently. uh, Bishops or whatever, the titles, they, they can get away. It's like, it's like uh, this church, uh, somebody reminded me about the other day. I forgot where it was. You might have heard it. The, the pastor of this church is a convicted sex offender. Okay, okay. I know people can be forgiven. That's true. So what they've done is they've, they've, they've actually banned children from his service. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, I mean, come on, man. I mean, look. I mean, come on. How far do we go to cater to the pastors? I mean, I know that people can be forgiven, true enough. But if somebody asks me, hey, look, man, look, we got a new pastor, and he's got, you know, he had a little bit in his past, and he he's changing everything, but he's he's gonna be preaching. And so what we're gonna have to do is have you leave your kids somewhere else at eleven, so he can come in and preach because he can't be close to kids. I mean. You're gonna have to. He's gonna have to figure something else out. I'm not gonna leave my my child with somebody else or whatever because he, you know, can't preach around. And and I'm I might be wrong. Write me, email me, tell me how much of a bad person I am. I'm just sorry. Uh, I'd have to move to another church camp. I can't do that. And so people like to. And somebody else says that uh, if you if you read Deuteronomy, you will see the word whore, whore is in the Bible and in several different references. Uh, We're not saying that it's not in the Bible. We're not saying that that whore is not in the Bible. What we're saying is this. Let's get these clear, listeners, okay? Listen, this is what we're saying. We're saying that song is not in the Bible. That's my point. Right. (laughs) That's right. My point is, this brown song, these hoes ain't loyal. That's not in the Bible. So if he was going to use something from the Bible, maybe he'd need to call whoever sent that email and get that scripture reference and use that. That's my point. My point is we do not have to use worldly slang in the pulpit to get our message across. Jesus didn't do it. Why we got to do it? That's true. Paul didn't do it. Moses didn't do it. Abraham didn't do it. David didn't do it. Jeremiah didn't do it. As a matter of fact, when Jeremiah came on the scene, he said, Woe to the pastor that scattered my sheep. In other words, I'm going to get you. Oh, yeah. Keep right on doing what you're doing. Nobody wants to say that. Even in the book of Malachi, when he said, Your children, I've forgotten your children because you have forgotten me. I don't want God to forget my baby because I forgot him. Right. That's before you even get to bring the ties. But ain't nobody preaching about that. That's true. That's my whole thing. As men and women of God, there has to be an accountability. Mm-hmm. We have to have an accountability as to what we say in the pulpit. When we're standing before God's people, we just cannot say what we want to say. We have to stick to the word of God, and the word of God will convict us right where we are. I'm a living witness, it will. Oh, this yeah. One of those preachers. I, I mean, Tony, I had to have a new suit with that matching hat, 
shoes, earrings, fingernails, all of that stuff before I preached. One Sunday I got ready to preach in Atlanta. The Holy Spirit said to me as I looked in the mirror to make sure I was right, who are you glorifying, yourself or me? And I looked in the mirror again. So from that point on, I changed my attire. My thing is that we don't have to try to convict anybody about what they're doing. When we preach the word and the Holy Ghost is active in our life, the Holy Spirit will convict us about everything in our life that we're doing. If we stick to the word of God, the reason that people aren't being convicted now is because we're preaching lyrics. Right. Right. And from what I'm doing a little research while you were talking, it looks like in, in biblical, in the Bible, in Deuteronomy, I see twenty three seventeen. There shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor Sodomite. Usually, Cam, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Usually, if especially in the Old Testament, when when the Bible used the word whore, he was referencing the nation of Islam. And it wasn't exactly. He wasn't talking about a woman. Right. It wasn't. A I, I wanted to say that. I wanted to say that, Tony. Yeah. But you know, I know I'm yeah. offending your listeners, and I'm just a guest. You know, I didn't want them. I'm not a Bible scholar. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying, but thank you, Tony. Oh, yeah. Tony said that y'all not came. Yeah. Y'all put yeah. that on Tony. Yeah. Tony, Tony, yeah. Tony did that. Yeah, he sent yeah. me some bad email, but you know the thing about it is, um, he he referenced Israel Israel several times as a whore, but was necessarily how can I put this? It wasn't necessarily sexual, but then again, it was of a sexual nature. In other words, he wasn't calling them actual whores. He was saying they was ass-whores. In other words, they were sleeping with the enemy, so to speak. And so for a person to say that the Bible uses the word whore, uh, that's kind of, you're not using all of your brain matter uh, because basically the Bible uses a lot of different words that doesn't necessarily mean it implies the same meaning that that you're giving it. So I appreciate that, but and usually, I mean, you can go, I think, in Revelation, uh, it calls Israel the great whore. I mean, so usually I think, uh, like Cam said, when when there was a, actually a prostitute or a whore or a harlot that's actually oh, there, right, right uh, the, the Bible never, you never saw where Jesus referred to anybody of that nature as a harlot. In fact, I was talking to Cam about this when he was chilling over somebody's house and this known harlot, prostitute, whore, whatever you want to call it, came up to him and poured this perfume on his head. His disciples rebuked her. And Jesus said very loudly three words, leave her alone. He didn't say leave the whore alone. Leave her alone. She's doing a good thing. He never said and, in fact, it never really said that she stopped doing anything. It just said she was a known whore. They they drugged him in front of his feet. And we preach tonight, but who cares? He, he, he They drugged him in front of his feet. Uh, someone called in the middle of adultery. So we can say it straight up, Cam. Aho. Okay? They drugged right. him and dropped him at the feet of Jesus. Guess what Jesus was doing? He was preaching. And so... Jesus didn't come out and say, uh, he, he, when she left, when when they, everybody left, we know the story and dropped this stone. Jesus could have said, well, from now on, stop whoring. You know, don't be a hoe no more. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, 
What he said I was. I like that, Tony. I like don't that. Don't be a hoe no more. What he said was, leave your sinful life. In other words, he didn't point out hope. Leave your sinful life. You see what I'm saying? Jesus never pointed right. a sin out. And that's what they never. me up he in never. church. Turn me up with that pointing sins out. And that's what exactly what Jamal Bryant is doing when he says these hoes ain't lawyer. He's pointing to a certain group of females. That's what he's doing. He's not looking at the sin. He's looking at the And my thing is this Tony. When I deal with people that 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 have not committed themselves to Christ, that are not in the body of Christ, I don't know how those people are making it. People on crack, people on people whoring in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know what their story is. It's not my job to understand what their job is. My job is to do what God told me, go into the hedges and highways and compel men to come to Christ, that his house may be filled. Preach the word. Teach the word. My job is to teach the word to them with simplicity and understanding in a way that they may be able to say, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? Nothing else. And when you do that, you plant a seed. Somebody else come back and water, and God will give the increase. I don't walk up and down Small Street and Church Street and these other places that I go talking about, y'all ought to come off crack. Y'all know y'all wrong being off crack. The only thing I do sometimes, Tony, is go sit on the porch. Y'all got a glass of water. It's hot out here. Y'all got some lemonade. I talk to them about life, mm. period. And once I talk to them about because that's what Jesus did. Even when, before Jesus did anything, he met the needs of the people. The woman with oh, yeah. the issue where he met the needs of the people. Even when the people was, was at the wedding and they was hungry, Jesus had kept the folk there all day. Even some preachers now want to keep you at church all day, don't want to give you a chicken leg or chicken wing or nothing. He fed the people. He knew the folks was hungry. But he didn't look out in the crowd and say, some of y'all too fat. Y'all don't need to eat. <laughs> he didn't say that. He met the needs of the people. And that's what we have to do. We have to meet the needs of the people. We have to use the word wisely, and we have to stick to the book the word of God by not using right. all of this slang, talking, and all of this, listening to all of this trash that's on the radio and bringing it to the poor pit, thinking that that's, that's impressing people. That ain't impressed. I'm not impressed. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to hear it. Not at all. And I got something I really, really want to ask you about, and, and uh, I'm going I'm to go to this quick break. We don't have about 14 minutes left. I'm going to do this right quick. And uh, when I come back, I really got something I want to ask you, uh, your honest opinion on people say I'm crazy for even talking about it. But I want to ask you because I know you're going to be real about it. And uh, give me about, it's going to be less than three, two, about a little over two minutes, and we're going to come right back. And I'm going to ask okay. you. And you can cuss because it's internet radio. <laughs>
Every Monday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, you can check out Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin, as he deals with the issues of domestic violence. Every Monday night. Check him out right here on SOAR. Are you listening to this show on the Internet? If so, you're probably seeing some advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in soulful talk radio. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. My name is Towns Douglas, and I am fighting the power on the soul of America Radio. Listening to Tony Stalin's on Soar. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host.
And I think from the post I saw you put on my Facebook page that you might be somewhat agreeing with me. Listen to this. Oh, my God. Every Mother's Day, here's how it goes. I want the mothers to stand up. And they, and they stand up and they say, you are the flowers of the earth. And uh, the earth was created for your beauty. And uh, I've got a special message for you, Mother. You are so beautiful. Let's give our mothers a hand. Let's we love you. And all the men in the church, stand up and just hug them and tell them you love them. <laughs> mothers are the core of the earth. They are just beautiful as flowers planted amongst God's garden. <laughs> and, and we're going to say we love them all at one time in unison. Church, can we do this? Okay. That's how Mother's Day go. We take them. Down. Okay. Father's Day roll around, Cam. And here, here they go. Here they go. I want all the men to stand up in the church. Oh, these are our men right here. Let's give them a hand. Oh, yes, Lord. How much that for the men? Thank you, Jesus. Okay. How many of y'all got jobs? Raise your hand. How many of y'all got jobs? Okay. Look, let me tell you something. Y'all got to take care of y'all kids. Y'all got to start paying y'all child support. And Cam. <laughs> Listen, 50 minutes later, 50 minutes later, and you're sitting around in the clubs while your wife's at home out whoring around, I'm sick of that. Why is it that every every year on, on, on especially Facebook, and I guess social media bringing it to the light, how come if you see Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, HMD, you know, Happy Mother's Day, on the Father's Day, here's what you see. Happy Father's Day to the real fathers that take care of their kids, that do this. Now, I know we got some sorry fathers out there, but can we got some sorry mothers out there? And I'm wondering why on Mother's Day we ain't saying Happy Mother's Day to the real mothers. Because there's some sorry mothers. You done seen them, Cam. You know it, right? You done seen some sorry mothers. It's all in my family. It's all in my family. But you know what it is, Tony? <laughs> Just like I said on your post, I don't care who your child's father is, most of us, if you want rape, most of us handpicked the father. Mm. So if he's sorry, you picked him, you're sorry too. Mm. That's just how I feel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Without fathers, well, there would be no mothers. So what we have to do is we have to encourage our men to do better. And it, it has to start right, we have to start right where they are. My right. mother was raised three boys and one girl by herself, I, with no help. I never heard wow. my mother say one bad thing about my father. Not one bad thing. And Tony, you know it. And you oh, know yeah. when he got sick, my mother told me, she went to Atlanta with my oldest brother to help take care of him. And she called me for my business. And told me, you need to come see about your father. I said, for what? She said, do you want to live long? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, that's the first commandment with promise, to honor your mother and your father, that your days may be long. I had to pray, Tony. I had. To, I said, God, you got to help me right in here. Right. I said, he ain't never did nothing for us. Right. Nothing. So right. why I got to honor him? But God right. said that was that's what I'm supposed to do. Oh. God said, you do what I'm supposed to do, and I'll take care of him. So you I don't have any father bashing. I gave a shout-out to all fathers, because right. there are some fathers right. out there 
that right. mothers won't even allow the children to see the family, and I'm, I'm one of them, won't even allow us to see my niece and my nephew because she married with my brother. What that got to do with me? Right. And, and you beat me. You stole you stole it right out from under me. What I was the, the point I was gonna make. You stole it. I gotta hand it to you. You got the Bible. These people sit up in church and say bad things about. I mean, in church. I was in a church that this happened to several years ago. The, the the pastor's wife got up and just, oh God, let it loose on the men. But the Bible says you have to honor your father. And your mother. It didn't say they had to be perfect. It didn't even say they had to be. The Bible didn't even say honor your saved father and mother. Right? No. Honor no. your father and your mother. It didn't say honor your right. real man father or your child support paying father or your whatever. Honor your father that you may live long. So these people sitting up there in church saying these things, and, and, and even not on church. You don't have to be in church. You can be anywhere, anywhere you are. If you're doing it, you're going against everything the Bible preaches about. You stole it, Cam. You stole it. I swear to God. You and you can start right today. Here. You can start today by asking your father to forgive you, and you can start a relationship with your father today. It's never too late. Wow, that's true. Sound like a, this sounds like this, you know, this sounds like a, a telethon sort of like, but it's the truth. You're right, and and I, it's I, true. I, I, it's you, never too late. It ain't. It ain't. You're right. You're right because if you never do it, believe me, the Bible tells you what's gonna happen. It tells you plainly what. And I just, oh God, every year, I think that me, I, I made so much fuss about it on my page. That I had some people come back, Cam, and say, you know what? I never noticed it, but you're right. They do a lot of mail. And listen, Cam, oh, my God, I'm going to say this before we get out the air. It's black women bashing black men. You don't hear these, oh, God, you don't hear these white, white women on Facebook bashing white men. None of them. No, it's us. It's us because we still, most of, most of, most of us still want the men. That's the problem. They've gone on to the next person. And they still want that man. But, baby, I'm <laughs> telling you, let go and grow. Like my mama say, if he don't want you, get you another man. Go on, baby. Go on. Mm. You gonna, let you, it you, go. You, you still want to do that other? I mean, we got to come out with another one. I'd like to do that other show with you more in-depth about the uh, about the sex offender thing. I would like to open that oh, up. Oh, yeah, we got to do that, Tony. I mean, I mean, there's some things that I want to talk about with that, that I know is going to prick the hearts of your listeners. We really have to talk about that. All right. Well, we're going to do it. I'm, 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 matter of fact, I'm off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Next week, let's shoot it. Let's shoot it next Tuesday. And is that good with you? That's good. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. But I, I thank you for being here. And it's just like you ain't no, you ain't no, you know, guest or nothing. You know, because you, you done done this a hundred times. But uh, I really appreciate you spending time. Getting, getting you to getting you like this is hard because you're a busy person. I know that. But thank you so much. And I'm gonna air this show again a couple of times this week, uh, uh, and and people will hear it. And it goes out in syndication. So we're gonna hook that up Tuesday, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, hold on a second. Don't go nowhere. Don't don't go nowhere. Hold on a second. 
And everybody, I'm going to go ahead and sign off now and let you go back to your wonderful homes and families. It's one. It's almost one o'clock. I'm Cam tired. The English lady just told me I had 90 seconds. I love y'all. We're going out on Marvin Gaye. Since I had you, this is such a ooh. It's not a Christian song at all, <laughs> but I love it. I'll be right back. I, I see you guys Tuesday, uh, Monday night. Join uh, J. Anthony, J. Anthony Brown, oh God, J. Dicklin. We'll be right back on Monday, 8 o'clock. Thank you.